What's up, what up, what up, yo, you are now tapped in to the Full Disclosure Show, I told you I got bars, you be motherfuckers spitting at me, Derek Lamont wins the first, Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and the little lady of the house, Miss Lisa, Lisa Burnett, what up, what up, what up, y'all, hey, what's going you on, know, man? we tell it like a T.I. is, hey man, it's Pisces season now, bro, the spicy Pisces, the spicy Pisces. Pisces is real Happy spicy. Birthday to my little brother Dale. His birthday just the other day. <laughs> Happy oh, birthday, God. baby, bro. Happy you birthday. Know, we got all oh, my mama birthday coming up. My sister Candy birthday coming up. You know, a few of my clients' birthdays coming up. I just got a Dominique. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. This is spicy you season. You fishes, you fishes. It's the fishes. Fishes, yeah. We my mama's birthday just passed. We celebrated her Happy memory. Happy birthday, mama. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, oh, my cousin's birthday. We celebrated. My sister. So it's been a good, good Pisces. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody, happy birthday to the Pisces, man. And uh, I, I want to thank all of y'all the supporting us, man. The the love we be getting. If you can, please like the page if you haven't already. Invite people to the group. Share the videos. You can check us on, uh, uh, subscribe to the Full Disclosure Show YouTube page. You know what I mean? It's going down in the south. And, and you know what I mean? And appreciate, man. Appreciate the love and the, the comments and everything we be getting. We're going to keep pushing the, pushing the platform forward, you know, Take it where we can take it. No doubt. There we go. Real talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we keep it We have we let's, we do have a, a special guest right now. We announce. Would you like to announce a special guest? So live from live from Bedford Stuyvesant Marion Correction Facility. Everybody, I want to introduce my brother. He's here. Through the phone, but his soul, his <laughs> spirit is here hey, with me. Say it, I can hear you, Tom. Say what's up. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you, fam. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? What's happening? What's happening? Here in uh, Marion Correctional Facility. Um, you know, getting better, getting better. I just wanted to call in. I told my sister I wanted to hear her show. You know, tune in a little bit. It's my first time actually getting to hear her live. So, you know. Bear with me, they gonna cut in again. <laughs> it's all right. Turn it up if you can. Hey, we, we keep it 100. We keep it 100. What's up, fam? Ah, uh, man, you know me, man. I'm down here, like I said, trying to get better, but I'm taking it day for day in here. That's all I can do, you know, in this type of system, in this type of uh, environment. You know, I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying to capitalize on the earth, and if they do offer the limit that they do give us to do. That's right. Hey, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Appreciate the support. He's been trying to get on for the longest. We'll finally get him on here. I'll just say that. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and leave this thing off, man. Full disclosure. So, Derek Lamont weighs the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Miss Lisa Lisa. And, um, and, uh, I, I, call, I, I call this, I was saying, living your best life, man. And, uh, first off, let me, uh, invite. Who invites y'all down to the funny stop March 18th? That's what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Check out the guy. I, I, I uh, won the uh, 12 week competition. I'm in the finals of, of, of the uh, final competition. So if you and Eric come down and check me out and uh, funny stand up, yeah, stand up, stand up comedy joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. So go ahead and pull up on me if you want, if you can. I appreciate it. And the reason I kind of led with that. It's because, you know, I kind of crack a lot of people's heads with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, even with the podcast, you know, uh, people who may have known me before, you know what I mean? And known, you know, uh, uh, when, when you, you know, you tell people you're doing this or you're doing that, you know, they'll they be like, oh, wh what? That motherfucker ain't funny. I'm funny. You know I mean? And, you know, you just get, it's just, 
you know, for for years, because th this really hasn't, this really isn't me. Like I've never been one of the type to want to stand out in front or want the attention or whatever. At least that's what I thought. At least for what that was conditioned that that I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because see, society has a crazy way to make you feel unsure about yourself, to make you feel insecure. You know what I mean? To to put fear in you, and a lot of people you know, will put their fear on you. You know what I mean? Like when you tell somebody you're doing something mm -hmm. and they scared themselves to maybe step out and do something, they'll put that fear on you. That's you know right. what I mean? And regardless, and I'm, I've never been the type of person to, to, to uh, live in anybody else's head or worry about what people think of me, but to be, I had to be honest with myself and say, you know, a lot of stuff that I did want to do and I didn't do partly was because I was worried thinking about what people thought of me. You know, whether, whether regardless of what yeah. I said or not, it wasn't the entire reason. But then a lot of the way I felt about myself was based on how a lot of people oh, felt about me and how, how, I, how people viewed me, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So this has kind of been like my journey last few years, you know what I mean, uh, trying to reinvent myself and, and to be what I say, live your best life, you so, know what yeah. I mean? And I want to share, before I go, I want to share a conversation <coughs> I had with my man Raymond Hall said I said I shot him out. And... um. He said she can't hear nothing, but somebody can. I might, I might be just you, listen. Um, but uh, he, he, this is a brother I know for years and years. We worked together, coached the same football team. And this was a brother who admittedly mismanaged his funds. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. he, he, every year he had three, four cars. He was always getting a new whip, kitting them out, rims, you know, music pumping the whole nine. Yeah. And, you know... And, you know, he had an epiphany in his life where he decided he was going to take his money and, and buy a house, and, uh, you know, on the auction. He, went to a, uh, he was going to a house auction and buy a fixer up and fix it up and sell it. And he came to me and he was like, man, when I was, he told, you know, people that was closer to him about his idea before he did it. Yeah. And it, it was, he, he was surprised at the negative feedback that he was getting. You know, oh, you don't know nothing about how you gonna just you don't know nothing about the, you know it was so many people it, it, it kind of he kind of took it back to the point where he almost second guessed himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he went on with it, and after a few years of just putting a little money, putting whatever he could, working, working, he sold his house this year. You know what I mean? Shout out to to him and the people like well, you ain't gonna be able to get what you want in this neighborhood. You know, mm -hmm. it was always something negative. People have something to say about. That's it. right. And even now, even after he sold the house, he said he came to me. He was like, man, you know, a cat came up to me like, so what kind of car are you gonna get now that you sold the house? You know what I mean? So this is like, so yeah, this is the mentality, man. And these are the people that are closest to him, people who you would expect to support, support him. You know what I mean? So I just want to just kind of throw this out of discussion and, you know, maybe we can help somebody to, you know, man, you can't, everybody going to hate something regardless of what it is. People going to hate what you do, but you got to have the courage to step out and, and uh, be who you want to be. You that's know right. what I mean? And that's so... That's what I, I really want to encourage each and every one of y'all to do such a thing. You know what I mean? Just, hey, throw whatever it is, throw caution to the wind. You know, look inside and, and be the best you you can be, regardless of what anybody else got to say. If they don't like it, exactly. you know what I mean? Kick bricks. Hey, Jerome Jackson said you're doing a great job reinventing yourself. I appreciate it, my brother. Definitely. So... Yeah. So uh, we're going to go ahead and throw that out there. So while we got you, while we got you, Tommy, we're going to go ahead and uh, get you to time in. I'm just listening to what you were saying. Okay. You know, I definitely agree with that. You know, you got you to gotta live your best life by the means that you have. You feel me? You can't, you can't look at what, what's going on around you. You feel me? And then don't be too focused on too far ahead. You know, it's um, I understand in life now being where I'm at. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded yeah, and monitored. This is the full disclosure the show. The full disclosure show. Go ahead, Tommy. They interrupted you, fam. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I told you. I think I'll cut in a couple times. But, um, you know, uh, I understand now where I'm at in life that, that <laughs> without any action is simply a dream, you know. But you can't let what you see mess up your vision. You know, your vision in life is where you're going. You know, but you also have to understand 
the situation and what you are in. So you definitely, I, I definitely agree with, with with finding a way to live your best life, as I'm doing now, even in here in my current situation. A lot of people don't don't understand it when I tell them that, um, you know, really honestly, I'm more free today, incarcerated, than I had ever been in my entire life, free on the streets, you know. And um, I did some things, and I'm doing eight years, you know, I'm almost doing a decade, but. This time has made me better because it's helped me realize and open my eyes to certain ways and and ears in my thinking that I've grown accustomed to thinking that you know thinking that um the way that I was moving was proper and and, and now realizing realizing over this time that um everything like I said everything you see isn't isn't exactly what it is. You know, you really have to, you really have to look at the image for what it is. You know, you can't, you, you, you depict the lifestyle that you live, of course, you know, but to make it the best life, you have to understand where you're at. And that's just what I'm doing now, you know, and I, I, and I got my sister that's been here with me and, you know, my family that's been here with me for the ones who have been here with me. And I, and I appreciate that much, you know, like right now I'm in college, you know, um, I would have never been in college on the streets, <laughs> not not the lifestyle that I was living, the way that I was going, you know. And um, I just feel like me being here helped me get to the point where now I know how to live my best life, you know, even in my current situation. Living your best life doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have this and have that and have the cars and the, 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 the perfect job. Live by your means. Because you'll get where you want to get to, but you got to take it day for day. It's one day at a time with everything that you do. You know, and I finally realized that, you know, again, I say a vision without action is, is simply a dream. But, you know, at the same time, don't let what you see mess up your vision. That's what's up. Lisa, Lisa? Yes. That's my little brother. That's why I call him little brother. <laughs> and he has I love grown, you, Sid. I love you, too. He has grown so much. You know, just speaking to him on the phone. If y'all knew him before you went, y'all would understand where I'm coming from. And, you know what I'm saying? And I do agree with a lot of what you just said there. Just a big piggyback off of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things that I was wanting to do, dreams and accomplishments or things I wanted to accomplish, I didn't want to do because I was scared of judgment, you know, mm-hmm. especially growing up in middle school, high school, you know, I guess I wasn't the most popular person. Mm-hmm. So I already had a lot of negative talk about me or just people just talking shit, you know, just haters or whatever. So that kind of made me self-conscious. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. Just normal teenager stuff growing mm-hmm. up, you know what I'm saying? That compiled in with people talking about you, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm a dog, I realize they're going to talk about you no matter who you are, what you do, what you wear, what you look like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just it's like gonna... mom used to tell us, they talked about Jesus. They, she did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, she yeah. did. She was, and, she, and I understood, I'm not a religious person, but I understood what she was saying. So, you know what I'm saying? With them wise words, I, I have been taking steps to step out of my comfort zone and I believe like that's what works for me. I have to find things that makes me uncomfortable in order to to be comfortable in my uncomfortable part of my body and part of exactly. life. So those are things that I've been trying to do and it's not easy to do, you know, but I want to live my best life and things have been moving in a positive way for me these past few years. So I might as well Get it in while I can. Mm, ride that momentum, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. And I like that. You know, you're definitely right about that. You gotta, you, you gotta get outside of your comfort zone. You know, exposure is necessary if growth is expected. You can't grow without the, without the exposure. You know, it's, 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 it's impossible. It's like a seed in the dirt. You know, mm-hmm. without it getting some water and getting a little, you know, getting the heat from the sunlight from the soil hitting it, you, you can't grow. You know, you got You gotta be exposed to something to grow. Get outside your comfort zone. So you're definitely right about that. And Derek was right about that. Dick Dazzling. Hey, man. I think everything that needed to be said was said on that one. I, I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't really have nothing to add to well, that. Well, uh, just to piggyback on something he said, man, and something I always, you know, I used to tell my sons is, you know, you are, you know, you are the creator of your own story, man. You know what I mean? You are in control of your own reality. 
Mm -hmm. You really yep. are. You know what I mean? Like you set the yep. rules and you make you you know you make shit happen. You know what I mean? And so it's yep. like you don't let you know don't let things happen to you. You happen to things. You know what I mean? You go you know exactly. you put your imprint. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, like and, and don't hesitate. You, you know what I mean? Don't hesitate. Just just do it. Like it's, it's just you know a lot. It's just a lot of people. Or condition, man. And I, I kind of wanted to go back to the whole thing where I had to kind of check myself a lot of times when you would see, like, we talk about, you know, the T LGBTQ or whatever, whatever. But, mm -hmm. you, you know, you would see one of these guys out here with a dress on, high heels on, wig on, and don't give a shit what nobody got to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, and, and so, you know, that take courage. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage. It was like, man, why, why yeah. am I sitting here tripping about, you know what I'm saying, doing this little thing when, you know, I'm like, nah. So, like. So you going to put your dress on? Yeah, yeah whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be my best me. <laughs> I am woman. Hear me roar. So you don't respect them in the skin they in, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'll be right to be. All right. Well, you know, since this phone is about to cut off, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad I called in and got to talk with y'all for a minute. Um, yeah, man, we appreciate. Call, yeah, we appreciate the call, bro. All hey, love. What, what you want our viewers to know? What? Why don't you send the message out? Is he gone? He gone. Yeah, he gone. Hey, no, hey, no. I don't want to hear that. The, you know, yeah, can't yeah. Can last little word. I put the number up there, D three three zero five seven eight forty two. Yeah, 30. give us a call, man. Give you know what I mean. We're trying to. You know what I'm saying? We try to talk, help somebody. You know what I mean? I mean help somebody. Touch Hopefully somebody the, and say, the, live your best life. The words I've been speaking in his ears and giving him these positive thoughts and everything. Hopefully that soaks soaks in. He seems to have, you know, changed mind and thinking a little differently than he was when he went in. So. Yeah, well, that that's a part of that's a big part of it, man. You know, you know, it's growth. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we I, we talked about self growth. You know what I mean? And and, and uh, things for self growth. And to live your best life, you have to grow. You have to you have to exceed what you was the yesterday. You know what I mean? It's a constant. It's a constant push, right? And you know, he used the, the term of the seed, but you know, a seed don't grow at, at, at you know at one time. It takes time. You know what I mean? You water it, it grows. You water it, it grows, and it eventually keeps growing. But the thing advantage we have is we don't have to stop. You know what I mean? You, emotionally, physically, you stop growing, yeah. but emotionally, you know, you you can never stop growing, and you can't teach an old dog new tricks if the old dog wants to learn it. You know what I'm saying? You're tapped into the full disclosure show. Daglamont wins the first Dick Dashley, Rich Green, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. What's up? Can, can we get something out of you, Dick Dashley? Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been awfully quiet today. Yeah. Uh, no, man, I'm, just, I'm soaking it up. I'm soaking it up. I, I love that. I love the fact that your, your brother called in, you know, that, that realism, the fact that, you know, what he's going through hasn't studied him. Yeah. You know, he said, okay, I'm taking this as a lesson. You know, actually, it's amazing because they tried to pull education out of the uh, prison system in 1994. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he's still able to go to school and do his thing, that, that's a big ups. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, he calls like, I'm doing this, sisters. Mm -hmm. I can't wait yeah. so I can do this, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he could have took this situation and I kind of look up to him for certain in certain ways because he admitted to his crime. He took that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I did it, and what do I need to do to change my behavior? I'm, I'm, I'm fucking up, and I, and I need to step back. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, he took it like, it's not, it's not the ideal place to change my behavior. It's not what I, where I want to be, but it's where I got myself. So now I have to do what I have to do to keep get myself out of here and keep myself out of here. And sure. since I'm here, I might as well make the best of the situation so that's what he's been doing you know what i'm saying so and that fits right into the term you know to, to the theme you know living your best life mm -hmm. yeah. you know it's not about where you at it's not about what's around you you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. about you it's about you like man we got we we got so much control and we don't exercise it you know what i mean and it's like you know it, it's just crazy but it's never you it's never too late in the game you know it's never it's never over till it's over 
And like whatever it is, man, whatever it is like you want to do, the type of person that you want to be, you know, you can you can do that, you know what I'm saying, no matter where you at. That's you right. know, this man is locked up and he's, you know what I mean, living his best life, so to speak. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He's, he's the best person that he's been, you know, to this point. That should be the point for everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Today, you should be the best person you've been. You know what I mean? And then you should always be looking to improve. That's just how I see it. I co-heartedly agree. And you guys, you two guys have been a great inspiration to me to go out and step out my comfort zone and start working on things that I always wanted to work on. You know what I'm saying? But it was just scared of criticism and all that. So y'all two doing y'all thing and it has trickled down to me. Well, I mean, you're online every week. <laughs> people always judge I mean, but it's crazy. I've been online every week, but I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm still trying to get out that, y'all my comfort zone. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, as long as I'm with y'all to do it, I'm good. So, so we, now I'm you know, comfortable with me by myself. Right, where you, where you know one of, one of them five uh, uh, principles of self growth is the circle, the, pe the people you keep around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, that's critical because if people will shit on you, <laughs> people do not. You know they say people want to see you good but not doing better than them. Yeah. That's the majority of the people. So when you say, "Well, I'm about to start a business or I'm about to uh, uh, do X Y Z," and and they 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 look at you like, "What? You yeah. no? You what? That, what you you can't do that? What you mean? Yeah, you can't do that." The, so, the hardest part about that is realize they're not judging you, they're judging themselves. themselves. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They are, that's exactly what they said. So it's like, you know, how could you have the audacity to think you better than what you've been given? You know? So go out there and live your best life. You know? hey man, Come like, out March 18th. Yeah, yeah, Funny yeah. Stop Comedy Club, Cuyahoga Falls. Come support your boy, Big D. I know I'm going to be in the tent. Hey, man, it's, it's like my man, my man. What my man Dave Spell said, I'm dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dope, nigga. <laughs> you just gonna have to get used to how to live with it. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? That's it. That's you know, and, and and it it really it took a while, man, really to be kinder. Like it took a while for me to write I me. Mean, I always knew I was that dude. You know what I mean? But I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I was like you say, sometimes you just Yeah, people hate on you right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, right, that. you know what I mean? You they you can be assured yourself. You you could be assured of yourself, but it's like you know, like my man Nick Grat said, I've been the shit since '09. No wait, I've been the shit the whole time, <laughs> and I just didn't realize. It. And that and that goes for everybody. Like you know, don't let don't let my, nobody tell you otherwise, man. You know, don't let nobody shit on your parade, the rain on your parade, the piss on your parade, whatever your parade is. Don't let nobody put it out. You know what I'm saying? This is the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We're going to go ahead and slide on in, Miss Lisa Lisa. So tonight, I want to discuss the um, standardized testing. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> a couple of days ago, I was watching uh, Good Times. Okay. <laughs> and one of the episode was the test and michael went to go take an iq test and he walked out out of the test because he started to realize how this culturally test biased. was fucked up and it was culturally biased so it got me to thinking like damn like those tests when i when i was in high school you had to take the um proficiency test in order to graduate and I was seeing people that went through school this their whole school career with A's and B's, mm -hmm. honor roll, the whole nine, and couldn't graduate because they missed a point or two on this test. And I was one of those people. And it kind of, at that time, it kind of made me feel like, damn, I'm kind of stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it kind of lowered my self-esteem in that area. And these tests are so culturally biased, so if a black kid is taking these tests, these tests aren't pertaining to anything that he would know. Mm -hmm. So when he fails these tests, these tests are just, it fails him, and it makes him look like he's 
not as intelligent as he is. And then they gave, they give you the study booklet, and you study that damn booklet, yes. and then get the test. Though nothing be on the test that was in yes. that study booklet. So I just want to uh, point a light to how standardized these tests are, how biased they are, and how you know what I'm saying this is something that nobody never talks about. It's kind of just something we just never really pay attention to, but. These tests are, have really put a, a dent into our education, our education system. And um, I think that, you know what I'm saying, maybe we need to have, start having discussions about this. So in 1972, a guy by the name of Robert Williams uh, created this test. It's called BITCH, BITCH-100, and it's called the Black Intelligent Intelligent test of cultural homogeneity. So it's just the test for black people, you know what I'm saying? And it is pertaining to our culture. So what he did was he gave white people the test and they failed. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't know the things that pertain to us and our culture. You know what I'm saying? So I think that maybe if if this was something, if they are going to use this test, we can at least use it in a way where we can see, like, okay, well, white people don't understand black culture, so what can we do to change that so we can bring each other together? Mm -hmm. Okay, the Asian community don't understand the white community. What can we do to bring it together? That's right. So we can use it in that way, but they're not using it in that way. They're just using it to separate us even more. So... I just want to point that out. I digress. <laughs> now, it's always good to bring awareness to something like that. You know, people never think about that. They're like, hey, what's a chase lounge? Well, when you chase something, you're running out there. You'd be like, no, what grandpa sit? On an armchair. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a chase? Yeah, that's a chase. Right. <laughs> what? Where you get your clothes out? The closet or that thing in grandma's room? What's that? Uh, an armor? Yeah, <laughs> an armor. That's the hallway. No, that's the foyer. But it's just how you grow up. Yeah. Things that you used to say. And it's not even so much black or white. It's more or less rich or poor. It's culturally biased. And then, you know what I'm saying? And everybody just thinks that it's just black and white. You know, it's just about black and white. Black people don't know this. Black people don't know that. You know, but now we're in this 2000, we're in 2020. <laughs> and people are everywhere. We're all mixed together. So you got poor white people in black neighborhoods. You got black, poor black people in poor white neighborhoods. We're all mixed in together. Hey, so I don't know if it was Albert Einstein, I forgot who said this, but if you asked a fish to climb up a tree, could he do it? But a monkey could. Mm -hmm. But if you asked a monkey, could he swim? Right. He couldn't. So it's all predicated on, mm -hmm. on, on what you're doing or relative right. to the situation. Jerome Jackson said, I believe standardized tests were used as a success trap. Well, see, testing has has nothing to do with intelligence, you know, and so you have people who don't test well, period. Mm -hmm. You know, you have people that don't test well. Like you said, there are people who get A's and B's, and then they, oh, then they take a test, and they, they get a D or a C on the test, and they know everything, you know what I mean? You, right. you, you can't get 100 all, and then when you take a test, you just don't test well. Mm -hmm. So... Testing period, like any standard that I testing have nothing to do with intelligence. They're like ear markers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's 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 political. You know, like, okay, we wanna get such and such number of kids to pass this test so we can get funding and, and all this other stuff and, and, and these it's all it's all numbers, basically. So yeah, and if for for you to hang a person's intelligence level and a person's <laughs> You know, whether per, yeah, on a test, it's ridiculous, period. But but see, that's dominant society and, and racism in a nutshell right there. They did that to separate people. Mm -hmm. Veronica Thornton said, there's an organization, BCDI, that advocates for policy change, changes in education. They just gave the report card for the 2019, and only a handful of us showed up. Jerome Jackson said, uh, the use of these tests are to monitor to make sure we are not learning everything they learn on a daily basis. Yep, I was just getting ready to say that. 
I didn't know anything about that BCDI um, advocacy. So you're saying what the one that just yeah the one Veronica just spoke of. So maybe that's something that we could look into and yeah, start spreading the word about that and start seeing what that's about because I do think that these tests are setting us up for failure in a lot of ways. What is this educational system has set us up for failure? Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So until we are are in charge of our own educating our own communities and educating our own kids, you know the whole the whole the whole education system is culturally biased. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they teach us from angles. They teach us history. They teach us from angles of oppressors. They they don't teach us from the angle of facts and truth. You know what I mean? They teach us from a... You know, and I was just reading an article where they was talking about, um, you know, a lot of the books, history books, mm -hmm. are deliberately, you know what I'm saying, altered. Like, they, mm -hmm. they, they teach, you know... Uh, yeah. uh, Especially when you talk about slavery, they teaching it from they they calling it all different type of stuff now. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. They they changing the whole nine to sugarcoat it. So it, depending on where you live and and what school you go to, you're getting a whole different type of education. Hey man, you play cowboys and Indians. The, the, the yeah. Indians were the were, were the villains. villains. Mm -hmm. exactly. Hey, Veronica Thornton said standardized testing was proven in the late 1990s to be biased. Since the testing started until this day is used as a way to skew statistics or educational practices. What I really want to indict is the educational system in general. We're being still we're still being taught our kids are in an industrial age, but we're now in an information age. Why are we still teaching our kids? Why does everything move forward except for education? You, you know, know, you still have the same basis same for education books. two, three hundred <laughs> yeah. years ago and now the whole the whole system has changed. That's because they just want you to be smart enough to run yeah, their machines just scary and, say. And, and to be their bots and to be basically their their nothings while they get richer and richer. Ever since 1978, the average CEO back in 78 used to make 20 times the lowest paid person. Now it's 200 times. So there's something wrong with that. If I keep you uneducated but keep you feeling that you're smart, you know, I can still pull a wool over your eyes. Yep. I've got something to say. I'm going to read this and then I'm going to let you go. Jerome Jackson said... I had a teacher tell us that in high school and tell us to step up to prove we could. He was a white man who actually cared about us. He challenged us to step up to the plate. I think we did a good job that year. So, and it's not that everybody, I, I, we're not putting a color on it because we talked about last week, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm -hmm. Right. If we're going to change the curriculum, I think he has the right idea to have your own schools. But once again, to start our own schools and move away from the charters, you have to have an endowment. An endowment means that you're going to have the money to operate your school more than one year. It's great to have that budget for one year, but how can you operate for 10, 20, 30? When we, don't, we still don't understand generational wealth. So how do we endow that school to make sure that it's there? Well, that's the whole point. That's mm. kind of what we're talking about. You know, saying they, they want to keep us dumbed out. Have they, have they changed the educational system to go along with the times? That could have been something that we could have learned because generational wealth is is major in our our community, yes. But it's major. It's good for everybody to know. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I think that we, our community, is like the least people who focuses on generational wealth or who knows anything about generational wealth. We don't implement generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? You're miseducated from the start, though. Yes. See, once again, you're not being educated. You could go through school and still not have an education. The reason most of us learn after we leave school. Most of the stuff you know now is stuff you read after school. Literally. It's funny. Every single day you came in, you had assignments, you had homework, you had all the stuff you needed to do. And you barely did it or you did it. You either did it or you didn't. You know, I got ostracized because, like, you know, I was smart. I did the shit. I actually enjoyed it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? You know, I like being... We're going to ask him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know this. I'm first and how the third. <laughs> Teacher's pet. Yeah, got my ass kicked enough that I started pretending. But the thing is, I really didn't learn anything. I learned after I got out of school. And this wasn't even higher education. We spent time in yeah. me and me and We went to college together. But I really learned once I started reading on my own the whole nine. 
I just had this thirst for knowledge. He had this thirst for knowledge. And some people have it, some people don't. The thing is, you're miseducated. You know, and that what Carter G. Woodson says, you're miseducated as a Negro. And, and man, you know, I had, to sh- I had to shout out to uh, my two of my high school teachers, Mr. Charney and Mr. Charney and Mr. Burgess. If, if any of y'all know where they at, man, holler at me because I would love to holler at them cats. But uh, I, I I had entered a program, man, because I was underachiever. I failed ninth grade. I was apathetic about school, and I in, I entered this program. It was called Project Success. Basically, the project the project the program was supposed to be able to help you graduate on time. Like if you failed. It will help you make credits, right, and graduate on time. But these teachers realized, two white guys, one Jewish, one Catholic, right, they realized they had a classroom full of black and Puerto Rican kids, and they needed to teach the, teach us the shit that we needed to know. You know what I mean? So they changed the whole curriculum of what they were supposed to be teaching us, and they, and they was teaching us about Malcolm X and Marcus Garvey and... and and the Black Panthers and all this, and you can see, you it, it, you got a classroom full of underachievers. That's basically where all of us had failed. <laughs> yeah. All of us was like, you know what I mean. And then you see everybody just take to this education like fish to water. Like we was all enthusiastic, like whoa, you know what I mean? Because you know the like, truth, right? Program, man, because I was underachiever. I failed ninth grade. And so, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, so. That whole thing, man, that experience to see how, and this, and and it was like perfect timing because that summer I was just now starting to come into the awareness, and then to get in this class, and to have, and then to, and to watch people just take to it, it was amazing, man. Just if you teach people who they really are, you'd be good. You know what I mean? Teach people where they come from, who they really are, where they really are. You know what I mean? It's, it it can be an amazing. You have amazing results. And we had a call to try to. Call What's in, up, you know? Cool Keith? What's up, Gabriel Ramos? This caller right here is a lifetime educator, adjunct professor at uh, Tri C. Greetings. Greetings, brother Xavier Allen. How you doing today? Man, feeling well, feeling well, brother Rich. How you, how you and the team feeling, man? What's Everybody up, doing? Man? What's up, bro? What's up, brother? Hey, man, we we talking about education. We, lifelong educator Xavier Allen has his bachelor's degree from Case Western Reserve University. His undergrad from Ohio State University has a, a a master's degree. He's a mathematician. You know, ain't too many brothers like that running around here. I want to know what your take is on when we talk about this educational system. Standardized testing, the whole nine. Yeah, I appreciate, it, man. I appreciate the intro, man. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, just, I think, man, our, our community, man, black people primarily, and actually most people, I've seen this in all the districts I've read. Folks, you understand, man. Standardized testing is trying to kind of get a sense of what you, after all that time you've been in school, whether it's you know third grade, sixth grade, ninth grade, just kind of where you stand, how you gonna compete, so. It's real vanilla, and, and we already know that it's a real poor predictor of success and all that, right? Correct. But the thing I think our community got to the mind, man, is that it's after the fact, man. It's like grabbing the wrong end of the snake, if you know what I'm saying. Right, right. And so, like, you know, uh, one, one, one thing I would just challenge everybody to do is right off rip, you know, have some conversation and ask yourself, you know, what is the purpose of school? What's the purpose of education? You know, you... Whatever you're doing, wherever you're sending your children or yourself, whatever community you, you're overpaying to live in, what is the role of school? Like, what's it supposed to do? Most of us don't understand that. And then from there, you can start building and start really understand, like, what should be in school? What should not? How should it function? But, you know, and y'all, y'all also hit another head on the head. Everybody in education knows education is always about 50 years behind, you know, business and society. Right. So if you if you only bank it on the formal education, the public education system, then you plan for a game that ended, you know, decades ago. Yeah. Hey, now you see what I'm saying? Now I know you. What are some of the things you're doing to combat this? I know we talked about a course or something that you were working on. What what are you doing personally to to combat this type of stuff or, or to help people learn? Uh, well, first thing first, man. I, 
I, I meet people where they're at. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, a, a lot in education, people don't, we don't, ain't no real money as a teacher, only a teacher. So people really start hanging their hat on their title and they get all, you know, talking down their nose at people. And that's real ineffective. And you got to meet people where they're at. You got to try and whatever. I teach math. And I, I, I strive to understand where folks are, what they're trying to do. And then I help them see how this kind of exercise helps the life they live in right now and then where they can go. That's number one. Um, no, but some other things just in the classroom setting, like testing, you know, testing, homework, a lot of stuff that I grew up on. Y'all grew up with in high school in the 80s, you know, whatnot. That's just really outdated, man. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't do it like that. I do a lot more things that are like what, that mimic what you're doing in the world right now. So mm -hmm. in the world, every day you're getting tested. You're only as good as your last hit. And so in class, <clears throat> I tell people on how well they work together to find information they need and be able to address the problem and keep it moving. That, 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 breaks, that, that explodes the head of most math people. But most math people want you to take a test and show them that you can do what they did on 50 problems or some shit like that, which is totally ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I teach people skills, man. Um, in class, you should be students should be learning how to how to communicate, how to how to how to read, how to navigate. It ain't about the content, man. It's about how you learn, man. And if we ain't teaching folks how to learn, we set them up for failure. That's true. You know, most 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 wise folks they went out on their own and then they bumped their head and they they learned how they learn. They got really wise. That's what schooling, that's one of the things that I'm doing different is that I don't even harp on people about the content so much. If they do the process, the outcome is what I want them to get, man. I don't care if they can recite a bunch of geometry and algebra and all that. That's not what it is. That's not the whole point. That's it. Hey, well, brother, I appreciate you calling appreciate in. Appreciate the call, man. Hey, tell people where they can find you. Hey, man, I appreciate that, man. Um, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook, on IG. Um, my handle is Sean Xavier, S-E-A-N-X-A-V-R. Um, or they can just go to XavierAllen.com and uh, send me a message. But, yeah, reach out on our IG, Facebook, man, Xavier Allen. And, uh, yeah, I welcome all collaboration, man. I'm doing everything I can to change how we, how we do math in our nation, how we educate in our community, man. So, please, please, all means get at me. Amen. Appreciate the love and support, bro. 100, always, for real. Much love, bro. Talk to you. Thank you for hey, calling. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. One love, y'all. Peace. No doubt. Hey, we got another caller. This Thank is you. D4 Disclosure Show. Dag Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house, telling her like a T.I. is. Let's see, we got another call real quick. Mm hmm. I mean, people are really interested in education. We gotta educate. Yeah. If we're gonna yeah. rise up, education is the key. Right. Said, Let you know, you can't, you can't, you can't expect the school to educate our kids. So, you know yeah. what I mean? It's one thing, and I, I, that's what I've always preached. Like, you know, you get your school education, but you're gonna get them come home, and you're gonna get this education too. You know what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. teach you what they're not teaching you, so, because yeah. you know what I mean. Because and understand that. Help you to understand that they're not teaching you this stuff. Correct. We got them on it. No, no, it's uh. Yeah. Let me try one more again. So you have to continue the conversation after your kids get out of school. And don't trust the schools that teach them everything because it's not gonna happen. I used to tell my kids the school introduce it to you. I teach it to you. Yeah. Because it's a joint thing. If your kids fell a fourth grade, you fell in the fourth grade. If they if they in the third grade, you in the third grade. Every grade your kid is in, you in. Yeah. It's a joint type of thing. It ain't fun, but it is. Oh man! So we, we had trouble. You have reached the voicemail box of. So we tried to do it. I do have some comments before we go deep. Any further? Jerome Jackson said, "It's not the educational system that's doing it. The teachers are doing their job. Aren't the teachers are doing their job? The people that are not doing their jobs are the higher levels." that take kickbacks in the school systems to sway kids into programs that are themed toward creating factory workers, mechanics, teachers, to have someone to teach more factory workers for generations, and entrepreneurship and businesses, uh, to miseducate kids on how to succeed in business. 
I know because I had to learn this stuff again in college the right way. What's up, Antonio Mitchell? Jerome went on to say, um, I won't hit the teachers. I won't. I won't hit the teachers because they don't get to choose the curriculum. Instead, these people are the higher tier in the system. See, Veronica went on to say BCDI is Black Child Development Institute. They do have a Cleveland chapter. So, y'all, the Black Child Development Institute, BCDI, they do have a Cleveland chapter. Why don't y'all look that organization up if we're serious about education of our children? You are tapped in to the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We're going to go ahead and slide on into the social media post of the week. Well, social media post of the week, man. We had this situation where a mom recently in a Hobby Lobby uh, corrected her son's behavior. What she did is she had her son do some push-ups. And, uh, you know, overwhelmingly, social media was behind mom. Like, hey, good job, mom. You know, I'm one of those parents that's about, hey, a little bit of corporal punishment. Your kid acting up, I'm going to smack you. I'm going to get you back in the, in, into the situation. You know what I'm saying? This mom said, instead of putting my hands on my child, you know, I'm, I'm going to give my child something that's just as serious. You know what I'm saying? Which is exercise. What kid love exercise these days? They barely go outside. <laughs> It was a punishment for us to be stuck in the house. These kids yeah. like to be stuck in the house in front of the television. So I just linked the article and the thing about CNN uh, talking to the mom and saying how great it was. And then, you know, how many people appreciate it. Now what I'm doing, I'm looking at an article that's on the other side of the argument where people thought it was humiliating to the child. And the fact that the mom was being too hard on them. She made him do push-ups in the bathroom. Hopefully, the kid washed his hands. She she received a lot of nasty grams too. So, as much support as the mom got, she she did have that backlash. You know, you you know the thing is, y'all just said, you know, pleasing yourself and not trying to please the world. But this was a black mom. Let's just put that out there. You know, let me just go ahead and get my little diatribe. What's going on, Al Hared the Dread? What's up with your big cousin? Um, when it comes to situations like this, what do you do as a parent? You know, if you don't discipline your child, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. I'd rather you discipline your child. I think that this mom found the right frequency or, or, or the right medium, the right way to go ahead and do it. Because it was something that was challenging. I don't feel it was demeaning. But what she did is she said, you, you did the action right here, right now. I'm not going to wait till I get home and then do it. Yeah. I'm going to make sure you correct it right now. Because when I'm not around you, and I can't control what you do, I need you to make the right decision. So let me show you what the wrong decision, the consequences of the wrong decision. Now, when people say slave mentality, when you say these people who say they woke, and oh, we, we carry that over to the slave master and we beat our kids, this mom said, I'm going to give you something that reminds you of it. Now, I have my son hold remote controls, books like that. As far as my daughter, I only had daughters, I only had to pop them once or twice, and they were good. You know what I'm saying? But boys, a little bit different. And this society loves incriminating and criminalizing black skin, especially black boys. So I want to say I applaud this mom. I'm behind her on that. I don't know how many push-ups you made them do, but it probably wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna act a fool. I'm gonna act a fool. You know, my mama, she used to clench her teeth and. Maybe y'all white folks couldn't understand it, but all the black people here can understand. <laughs> you knew you was in trouble. You didn't even want to go to that bath. You probably peed on yourself right there like, I'm sorry, mama. So, you know what? I applaud the mom. And for those who had something negative to say, we don't know her situation. What's up, Patrick Bubba Boy Cole? Look. She took the thing that she had right then and there, and I think she made the best decision possible. I do, too. I don't know if the boy was being bad. That's what they said. I don't know if he was trying to shoplift. Whatever she did, she deterred a negative behavior in her son. I don't think it's child abuse. I don't think it was too demeaning. And we all know black people wash their hands after they leave the bathroom. This coronavirus wouldn't even be a problem yeah, yeah. if it was just black people in the world because we wash our hands. I don't know y'all spreading that stuff. But anyway, 
That's that's my that's my two little cents. I'm with the black mom. For the people that gave her negativity, y'all would have saw me slap my son across the aisle. So I'm I'm applauding her for having restraint because I I would have yoked mine. Lisa. Um. Yeah. I definitely uh, support this mom. I definitely support what she did because I think that. The first thing that we always go to is we whoop our kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's the first thing we always want to do. Whoop their ass, smack them in the head, knock the shit out of them, call them all kind of motherfuckers and all types of dumbasses and all those things. You well, know? I don't go that far. I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, about. I've heard people sit your dumb ass down, pop the kid in the head. You know what I'm saying? I've seen, I've well, seen mothers do. I've seen mothers do this. The kid is sitting around. That's so awful! Oh my around, god! Driving crazy, and she just pop him in the head. Sit your ass down. Simple. Simple. Simple is the is the black woman's nice word. Stupid is bad. Yes. Simple is a nice. black woman being nice. So simple. I I applaud simple. her for doing this, and again. <laughs> You know, if you whoop your kids while you were in the store, everybody look at you, all the white folks look at you like you are the scum of the earth, like you are the worst of the worst. So she took an alternative route and did something different, you know what I'm saying, which was positive in my eyes all the way around. Because if you beat your kid, you're only going to carry on that tradition, then your kid's going to be his kid. You know, violence only begets violence. So you can't whoop your kids all the time and then expect your kids <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying, have better behavior. Wait, Terry Sanders said, either you do these push-ups or you catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even give a time limit to complete them. My oldest son's chest is much more developed than my younger son. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut your ass for this. So I give Do this these woman and his all the applause for the way that she handled the situation. Say that. Um, the slave <laughs> mentality is, first thing we do is beat our kids. And us as the conscious community, we're supposed to be conscious, but yet we keep having these behaviors that are coming from slavery and we don't even realize it or we realize it and we don't even take the time out to change this behavior. It's just let me do what was taught to me, even if even if it made you uncomfortable, even if it hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like I am those people. It's hard I, I, I know beat, I beat mine. I know it's hard sometimes. <laughs> hey to son, I love you. Hey daughters. I like It's gotta start sometime. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sorry. I mean my kids. I like and I ain't gonna sit here mm-hmm. like I never whooped my kids. Mm-hmm. Cause I whoops my kids. <laughs> I have whoops my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at some time you gotta change your behavior. But I think she did just the thing that was needed to do. Punch him in the stomach. And the people evidence. and the people that are criticizing her is probably the people whose kids is bad as shit, whose kids mm-hmm. is out of control. You know what I'm saying? Who kids run over the mother. So, get your life together before you get to talking about somebody else's kids. Say that. Yeah. I mean, one of your family members is going to be the one arresting and beating them. Everybody always want to talk about somebody's how they parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when you're not even a good parent, you ain't even no perfect parent. So, how you going to compare somebody or criticize somebody for their parenting skills. Oh, you, haven't we heard You this? know your kids, and you have to parent your kids in the way that fits them. I can't parent both of my kids the in same the same way. way. Mm-hmm. You know Ain't no one size fit all. You can raise kids in the same house. You can raise six yes. kids in the same house, and all six yeah. gonna come out different. Yeah. One, one kid I can yell at, and they feelings to be crushed. Oh, my God. The other kid I yell at, and they looking at me like... Girl, boy, get that out of my face. <laughs> you run them over the speed roll, they get up and say, I ain't pressed. <laughs> what you do that well, for? That, that's it? Oh, that's, that's it? That's it? all you got? Mm. Something that ain't nothing big to a giant? Me? Man, I just had this conversation <clears throat> back and forth with this guy on Facebook. <laughs> and um, as, as I, it's, it's funny because uh, I was watching, shout out to Talib Kweli on the People's Party podcast, and he, he's an advocate. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in corporate punishment because his parents didn't whip him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had two educated parents, and they didn't, they didn't hit him at all. So he's an advocate against corporate punishment for a lot of the reasons you just pointed out. 
whatever, whatever. So it's interesting because I see both, I, you know, I, I see both sides. And you know, you know how you want to be on the show. And I was like, you know, but sometimes Talib, I want to say, you, you maybe you was a good kid. <laughs> you didn't have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every kid is different. Mm-hmm. And to to go back to this mom real quick, you know, she was you, Rich, she damn if you do, damn if you don't. I agree. Now, from what I read, the kid wasn't being a horrible, like white kid bad in the story. <laughs> he was doing normal <laughs> stuff that. Kids white do kid. touch yeah. stuff. Well, you know when you hear the kid, you know when you hear the kid that be yelling the whole time and stuff, and you look at that kid like, you know you see the, you you look, will you shut that? You know, everybody walk around like they don't hear the kid, like you know, right? Come on, man, like you know, and everybody's like ignoring this kid. Stereotyping. So this mom is like, okay, I can't. Put my hands on him right now because y'all tripping. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody feel some type of way and, and report me and send me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now I got child custody all up in my mix. So what did she have to do? Well, she made a, 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 I don't know if this was planned ahead of time or she came up on, on the spot, right. but go ahead. Hey, how, how black people be when they about to roll somebody? Oh! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Nephew came in. Antonio Mitchell said the push up was a great idea. But the internet shaming was not cool. I just wanted to be noted that the mom did not post this on the yeah, internet. Yeah, somebody no, recorded it. It was it was Amy Whitefellow with the <laughs> camera, and she recorded it. And guess what? She was actually on the mom's side. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. on the mom's side. She saw, she saw what happened. She followed her to the bathroom, and she said, you know what? I agree with this mom. Now, Peggy Pegasus and Becky Barbecue and <laughs> Patty Petty if Susie's swimming pool is on board, that little boy must be cutting up. Yeah. I'm about to say, and it was Hobby Lobby. Yeah. And who Hobby Lobby ain't even open on Sunday. You know Hobby Hobby Lobby don't open on Sunday? What? I don't even no. know what Hobby Lobby is. I was going to say, what the hell is about? See, I thought about, I know see, what it is. Sure I've never about, been there. I'm, I'm sure about I've the bourbonism now. <laughs> Hobby Lobby's a great, wonderful place. <laughs> you, was, you was somebody that passed the test, didn't you? But, uh, <laughs> he passed the test, didn't I, I, I passed all my standardized tests. <laughs> but, but I still feel... Whatever gets your kid in line. But I, want, I wanted to go back to the whole uh, uh, slavery the thing real quick. Veronica Dory said, you're telling the truth. I tell my kids real quick, what Billy doing over there, that's not your life. <laughs> right, go ahead. Right, right, go ahead, right, right. You said, you said what you but, said. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like when we were talking about, you know, going back to slavery and we beat our kids because it was beating us. You know, and, and that's a valid that, that's a valid point. At the same time, man, our par- the parents then realized how critical <laughs> it was for us to be act a certain way. Like it was it was life or death. Life for or us. death, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? White ki- yeah, it was, and they knew that. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So you had to understand where they was coming from, and even today. We have, we have, we, it's just no different. We have to be serious, real with our kids. Like, this is life or death. So I really got to make you understand what it is. And sometimes you might have to let them hands go, like my man Terry Sanders said. I mean, you know, I'm not a proponent of beating your kids on a regular basis, but I think maybe quarterly a year, I ask whooping is due. I'm going to tell you, you got to make your kids feel like you would kill them. Every, every parent, <laughs> this one time, you got to make them feel like, ooh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not crazy. Like, <laughs> I call the police on her. Man, but I who's am. to say that the yeah. mom doesn't whoop him when they at home? I mean, I'm sure she, I'm sure she, you it was she in public. Kid, yeah, maybe the kid is one of them kids that's just. He should have ate them push up then. He should be like, ooh, thank you, <laughs> yeah, mama. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Hey, look, man. I was I saw something today, D, man. You remind me of something. You talk about that. It was a, uh, a bill that just passed. And that it made lynching a hate crime in the United States. You had four senators vote against it. Not surprising, Kentucky, Texas, you know, you could just imagine the states. <laughs> and then one of Illinois, Alabama, far, but, you know, or Indiana, I think that's the home of the uh, Ku Klux Klan. But truth be told, I saw so many people that look like you and I that said, oh, well, it's too late. Hold up. They still lynching people. Yeah. What do you mean it's too late? Why? How do we we get this this apathetic be, 
behavior of the thought process. And Derek, it goes back to what you said. The parents is like, I'm going to beat you because I don't want nobody to take you away from me. So it was like, I'm beating you out of love. Like, this hurt me more than it hurt right, you. Right. But I know what this world is really my, about. My dad used to say that, like, oh, I whoop you because I love you. You're a little more than whooping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He used to say that to me all the time. This but, extension cord looked like something I got to do before. <laughs> but, the only time my mother exercise equipment got used when she hit me with it. She hit you side your head. <laughs> Remember that thing they used to hook to the door? The, uh, <laughs> the rope thingies? Yeah, yeah, with the red, red, red rope. But I think that everything that we do, uh, we had to beat our kids or whoop our kids in order for us, for our kids to act a certain way because it was life or death. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So That's a lot of things we do, though. That's why we have so much vitriol for each other. Yeah. The whole world is against you, but you only tend to pick out the things that people do that look like you. Oh, look at Elbridge. I'm glad she fell. Michael Jackson goes <laughs> tripped That would happen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. It was funny. Hey, it was kind of funny. (laughs) Antonio Mitchell said, Mom should have told her not to record it. Mom's one of those likes online. I don't know. Mom could have thought that Becky well, the, 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 the lady was the lady from the her back was turned. Yeah, the woman was behind. She didn't even know that she'd be recorded based off the picture that she took. It's a possibility. But I'm going to tell you, I got a black mama. I can't speak for all black mamas. But when black mama mad, she don't care what you're doing. Because she like, you can get some of this too. <laughs> when mama whooping your ass, and then somebody come mm-hmm. in and rock, do you want some of this too? I think I don't. Facts. And you go the other way. Facts. Because mama had something hey, for man, all y'all. I'll tell you what's a good thing we did have. Foles, you know, foes back there, boy. Cause I know I'd have posted a few of my brothers. Yeah, yeah. I'd have been right on the step, like, oh, he get his dad told oh, man. How about this though? We had enough discretion to know we had marks on us. We ain't sure our teachers. These kids now, man, oh, my, I, I ain't gonna even blast one of my they children. Drive, now, but they're school teachers. Shit. The kids tell everything. The kids tell. But everything. but that goes back to the, the, the society. We like. I'm sure she probably went out. I'm just guessing she probably wanted to pop it yeah. real quick, but it felt like she couldn't. She couldn't. So she did the next best thing. Get them in. You're going to do these push-ups. That's it. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, why? Come I just don't understand how people are so up in the war well, going... about this woman. <laughs> Y'all fools just cry about every <laughs> single thing. It we doesn't gotta, matter. Let's read the comment. All my ass whoopings came from anger. I don't know what a loving ass <laughs> whooping is. <laughs> what it feel like. You know what? Well, people they gonna, feel people, the same. People, people going to hate you for whatever the you do. Same. They people the same. People going to criticize no matter what you do. It goes back to what I was just saying. My so brother. regardless, man, they're going to they gonna criticize you if you don't. They're going to criticize if you do. do. Regardless. Hey, man, so, my, my brother would probably be kind of embarrassed for me to share this, but he was, he was going down that road where it looked like he was going to get in trouble. And my mother choked him out with a water hose one day. <laughs> she took the water hose off the off the off the um, washing machine because he swolled up on her. And she like, oh no, no, you didn't. Now what swolled up it back in the day? Let me tell you, our mamas used to lie. You be mama would hit us and you do this. And what she telling your auntie? <laughs> he tried to hit me. <laughs> No, I did the mama. I was like this. I tried to block the same way. Oh, he tried. So my mama lost her mind. She blacked out. I wish she would swell up. She grabbed the water hose. That black water hose that used to come on the water because it was black. Yeah. And she wrapped around his neck. And my brother' feet were touching the ground. (laughs) (laughs) It was like it's just scrape, scrape. (laughs) I could just see the life living. It's just going out of right. So all of us jumped up. My mama, no, mama, don't kill him. Now, I don't know if she was pretending to do it like she wanted us to do it, but I swear, I ain't never seen that look in my mother's eye. After that, she never hit my brother again. But guess what? He ain't never get in trouble again either. It was kind of a correlation. Yeah, yeah. It was a correlation. No, my brother. Y'all don't be talking about my mama. Screw y'all. My mama, the best mama ever. And he was acting a fool. And my mom telling him, Thomas, go somewhere. Gone somewhere, and you know he's a little kid, so he doing all that, dancing behind it, doing all the extra shit. My mom said, Thomas, I'm gonna knock the shit out of you. <laughs> he didn't I love these stories. My mama picked up a plastic Pepsi bottle, y'all, threw it, it went whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. And my brother, he was quick. 
So he ran. And he was always diving like you would think he was in the army. He was belly crawling, diving. Like but this boy, first base. this boy dived, right? And when he dived, the bottle went with him. Uh, Cocked him right here to the white meat. He was uh, leaking. Uh, he was uh, like, oh, uh, mom, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. She with that curve I ball. feel no remorse. He said, he said, I got to go to the hospital. She said, shut up. You ain't bleeding. Come here. <laughs> she pulled his head back and sure enough, he was leaking. She's like, well, you ain't going to the hospital. Come here. She greased him up. <laughs> That's a Vaseline to the Greased cut. him up. <laughs> He was good to go for the rest of the Man. night. We didn't go to the hospital back in the day. Go ahead, D. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. We go. I just said, Mama, cut your head open. We we didn't go to the hospital. No, he was talking mess. The, he the stuff these, these generations go to the hospital for, we didn't go to the hospital. Remember when I broke my hand and all my fingers? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I think I'm good. I went to school. Somebody like, uh, bro, you gone. <laughs> That's gone. My whole hand was broken. And uh, every finger on my bone, on my uh, hand was broken. That's, that's how much we didn't go to the hospital. Y'all tapped in to the Full Disclosure Show, man. We want to thank everybody for chiming in. Everybody, uh, uh, thanks uh, uh, for your brother, Tommy, for calling in. And uh, everybody that uh, commented, man. Uh, uh, like I said, share the share the page, share the group, share the uh, videos, and uh, 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 subscribe to the Full Disclosure Show uh, YouTube channel. And... Uh, like I say, man, tell the people you, you in your life you love them because tomorrow's not promised to none of us. It's all love all day. Stay royal. Hey, Ray Mount Ogletree. Ray Mount Ogletree. Happy birthday. Love you. Peace. Peace. On these, Nizza.